there. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome to Stress Talk Live with Marceline. I'm Marceline Bailey, your host, and I'm so glad that you joined me today. This is Stress Talk. This is where we help women live healthy lives through strategic stress management. I'd like to invite you to like, follow, and subscribe to ML Bailey Consultants on both Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You'll get to watch the Stress Talk Live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube, and I always share interesting strategic stress management resources on Instagram as well. So I'm glad you're here with me. Today, we're talking about something that um, I always emphasize, and it's the underlying causes of stress. When we talk about the underlying causes of stress, we're talking about those um, aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional selves that we often don't pay attention to. We just don't notice them as it relates to stress. And so I want us to begin to think about those underlying causes because once we're able to do so, then we will in turn be able to develop a strategic, sustainable stress management plan that will help us to alleviate the overwhelming stress that we experience and it will help us as well to boost our energy. So not to delay anything, I want to get right into our subject matter. Okay, so let's talk about our topic today. I'm talking about why stress-free women release stinking thinking to be amazing. Now, it's kind of, you've heard me say before that we cannot be stress-free and we can't. Being stress-free is not, it's just not accurate. We can't be stress-free. We actually need stress in our lives. We don't always call it stress, but basically stress is stress, right? The reason I put stress-free in the title is because I knew it would get attention. <laughs> Everybody wants to be stress-free. Well, actually, we want to be free of overwhelming stress. That's what we want to be free of. We don't want to be burdened with the uh, weight of overwhelming stress. And so one way to do that is to dump stinking thinking. Now, you've probably heard that phrase before, stinking thinking. And stinking thinking is, for me, thinking in ways that are um, counterproductive, thinking in uh, ways that are negative, thinking in ways that actually hurt us or harm us more than it helps us. Stinking thinking will keep us paralyzed and prevent us from going forward. And it also adds to the overwhelming stress that we experience. So I want to talk, share with you three points 
that um, is related to our topic today. First, our topic, why? Why, why would uh, a person want to get rid of their stinking thinking, particularly, particularly women? Well, it's easy. It's very easy when we are not thinking negative thoughts, when we don't have negativity in our brain, rolling around, rolling along, being repeated over and over and over again, it opens us up to possibilities. It opens us up to have uh, the opportunity to enjoy our lives, to live healthy, and to feel amazing. We really feel good when we have positive thoughts. Think about it. When you go to, say you're walking into your home and you open your door and all of a sudden you hear, surprise, right? You hear surprise, your heart starts pounding. It's beating harder. It's beating faster. You're trying to figure out what's going on because you've been startled and you don't know if you need to run and hide or if you need to get ready to fight. But then you realize that it's your friends and your family and they're throwing you a surprise birthday party. All of a sudden, the thought that you had flips and that stress becomes a positive. And you're very happy that your friends and your family thought so much of you that they would want to surprise you with such a nice and gracious gift of a birthday party, right? It's the way you think about things that often changes how you act. And that's why amazing, amazing women, women who have very low stress levels will change their stinking thinking to something that is more positive. That's the why around it. So how do they do that? Well, number one, they understand their thoughts. They have an understanding of the thoughts. Basically, they've learned to recognize how their thoughts make them feel. In cognitive behavioral therapy, we always talk about your thoughts. The way you think is how you feel. This is something that David Burns, Dr. David Burns, who wrote the book, um, Feel Good, stated, the way you think impacts the way you feel. And so we can always, if we're thinking negatively, we're going to feel bad. We're going to be frustrated. We're going to be sad. We're going to be depressed. We're going to be um, um, down, right? So the way we think affects us. Think of a baby. When a baby is learning to walk, babies fall all the time. A baby may be startled by falling, but they get up and they keep walking or they keep trying to walk. It's only when the adults around them make a big deal out of their falling. If they fall and they go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, then the baby learns that, 
oh, this was a bad thing and I have, I'm going to cry. However, if the adults around that baby start cheering and laughing and making, making it lighthearted, that baby's going to chuckle and laugh too. They start clapping. Yeah. And then they get up and they try it again. Adults, however, we've learned to respond a certain way based on the experiences we have. And so if something happens that we don't like or if something happens that makes us uncomfortable, we will respond, we'll have a thought and that thought makes us feel discomfort, discouragement, we'll feel unhappy, we'll feel sad, we'll feel frustrated and on and on and on. Stress-free women who are amazing have learned to recognize how these thoughts make them feel. They also will uh, begin to um, look at their mood and their feelings, and they will begin to notice how their mood and their feelings affect their actions. When we are frustrated, when we are discouraged, when we are disappointed, when we feel sad, we may have a tendency to um, stand still. We don't act or we become hesitant in taking action because of how we feel. So we want to make sure that how we feel does not affect our ability to take action. And these women know that. They know how their mood and their feelings affect their actions. And they do so by comparing their thoughts and the resulting feeling. They connect their thoughts with how they feel. Now to do so, take some introspection. You have to really go inside and you have to take the time to figure out, okay, what was I thinking? Hmm, what was I thinking just then? And how did that thought make me feel? So they actually take time to do that. And they ponder and they study themselves so that they can have clarity and understanding about number one, their thoughts, and number two, how those thoughts made them feel. As I said before, our actions really, our, our, I'm sorry, our feelings often affect our ability to act. So if we're, if we're feeling positive about things, we have the tendency to move forward. If we have a negative feeling about things, then we stall, we procrastinate, or we don't take action at all. So these women, the women that I'm talking about, the women who are amazing and who have very little stress, such as to feel or to appear stress-free, they are very aware of their thoughts and their feelings and how their feelings affect their ability to act. Another thing is that they have clarity 
about their own thought patterns. Now, this is, I think, very important because we rarely have just one thought about things. We usually have a pattern of thinking that is pervasive. This is uh, another thing that Dr. Burns talked about in the Feeling Good, uh, in his book, Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. He talked about 10 distorted ways of thinking. And there are 10 different categories, really. But I'm just going to share three of them. One is all of nothing, all or nothing. And that's when someone thinks uh, in black or white terms, absolute terms. They may think I'm a failure. They may think I'm a screw up. They may think I'm just no good, <clears throat> right? I'm just no good. There was a movie actually trying to think, what is that movie? I'll have to think about it. There, and there is a line when one of the characters says, I'm just, no oh, I know what it is. Now I can't think of the name of the movie, but um, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, I can't think of it. What I'll probably do is think of it like at one or two o'clock in the morning and I'll say, that's it. <laughs> and I'll have to pop it into the comment section. Um, but the character said, I'm no damn good in this movie. And some of you may know it, but I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, the character was a blind ex-Marine <laughs> in the movie. And um, anyway, I won't go into that because that's off topic. Let me get back on track. Um, so he talks about uh, David Burns, Dr. Burns, talks about these 10 categories. And the one category that I wanted to share with you is the absolute. And I shared some examples of those thoughts. So most of the time we don't say um, I'm no damn good or I'm no good, but we have variations that we say to ourselves that we think, and that plays over and over and over and over in our minds. And sometimes because we have that thought, it will prevent us from taking action or it will encourage us to give up before we've completed an action, which just, it, it continues the thought, I'm no good. I'm a screw up. I'm a failure. Another um, way of thinking that is pervasive is we sometimes filter uh, information. We filter information. And when we filter information, <clears throat> we actually filter out the positive things and we dwell on the negative. And do you have people around you who, no matter what happens, they're always going to find a negative thing about it? Well, boy, our team won. Yes, but they only won by three points. Right? Or 
boy, that was really a great speech you gave. That I, I love your topics. Well, I messed up in the middle. I forgot what I was going to say and I had to improvise. So they filter out all of the positive facts and they focus on all of the negative. Everything is negative. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I left my water. <coughs> Pardon me. They focus on the negative. A third, um, a third thing that I wanted to share with you is just overgeneralization. So they apply their train of thought to everything, to every situation, every event, every occasion, every incident that occurs. They apply their general thought that's negative to everything, whether it applies or not. So women who are amazing and have very little stress recognize their own thought patterns, the patterns that are pervasive in their thinking. And this is very key. So I've shared with you several things. I've shared with you how women who are amazing have very little stress and what they do, they understand their thoughts and they understand their thoughts by recognizing how their thoughts make them feel. They know how their mood and their feelings impact their ability to take action and they have clarity around their own thought patterns. Next, I want to share with you how they do that, how they monitor their thoughts. The main thoughts that these women will monitor are their automatic thoughts. And we've talked about automatic thoughts in other episodes of Stress Talk Live. Automatic thoughts are those fleeting thoughts that get through your brain before you even recognize that they're there. The only thing that you recognize are the feelings that occur in response to those thoughts. That's why oftentimes it's difficult for us to attribute a thought to the way we feel because the thought was so fast. It's like Speedy Gonzalez or the road runner. They're like, zoom, they're gone before we can even process the thought. But the thought is so powerful that it causes us to have a feeling. Now that feeling can be negative or positive, but we tend to hold on to the negative feelings we tend to embrace those and carry those around, which adds to the stress that we have, the burden of the stress that we have. So these women will, as I said before, take an introspective look at what they're thinking. And they actually try to determine if there's truth to the thought. First, they may say, Oh, I have this feeling. What was I thinking right before I felt this way? And then they'll ask themselves, is it true? 
Where is the evidence? It's like playing detective with yourself. Where is the evidence? Where is the evidence that the thought I just had is true? So I think that we often think that just because we think something, that makes it true. That makes it fact. But that's not the case. That's not the case at all. We have to find the evidence either to dispel it, dispel that thought, or to validate that thought. And amazing women who have very little stress do that on an ongoing basis. The other thing that they do as they're monitoring their automatic thoughts is they, they notice the triggers. What are the triggers that drive their beliefs, their belief system, or trigger those thoughts? Are they, uh, ex are, are they experiences that they've had throughout their lives? Or are they repeated messages that they've had throughout their lives? Because what happens in our brain, our brain catalogs experiences and it tries to protect us or shield us from negative experiences. So what it does, if it, if it observes or receives uh, data that says this is similar to incident A, be careful, be careful, be careful, it will start replaying the tape of incident A, whether the situation is exactly like incident A or it's not. So that's why it's important to recognize the triggers, recognize what drives those thoughts. Are they beliefs that are rooted in uh, experiences that they've had? or messages that they've received over the course of a lifetime. The next thing is understanding that we can reframe those thoughts. We can either determine whether a thought is healthy for us to have or unhealthy for us to have. And we can certainly reframe it so that it is healthy we can use it, the experience, as a learning experience, and we can move on with our lives. So it is very important for, for women in particular, especially if they want to be stress-free, stress-less, and amazing, to begin to monitor those automatic thoughts, being introspective, doing it repeatedly so that they can determine, is it true? What is that thought? First of all, what is that thought that caused this feeling? Is that thought true? Is there evidence to back it up? What triggered that thought? Experiences from the past, things that I've been told repeatedly, and how can I reframe it? so that this can become a learning experience instead of something that is negative, which adds to the burden of the stress that I experience. Does that make sense? 
If it makes sense, pop, pop a yes in the comment section. And those of you who are watching on the replay, listening to the podcast, just pop it in the comment section that yes, it does make sense. So we've talked about understanding our thoughts. We've talked about monitoring our under, our automatic thoughts. Now we're going to talk about letting them go. Because this month, that's what we're doing. We're letting it go. We are not going to be like the movie Groundhog Day, where they just kept replaying and replaying the day over and over and over again. We are going to learn to let it go. So number one, first thing you need to do in order to begin to let go of your stinking thinking is to gain an understanding of your thoughts and your thought patterns. That's exactly what amazing women do. Second thing is you want to monitor on an ongoing basis for evidence to validate your thoughts, feelings, and or beliefs. And when we say validate, is it true? Where's the evidence that says this is true? If it is not true, which more than likely it's not true, you want to reframe your thinking so that you change it from a negative to a positive or you dispel it and just say, that's not true. I'm thinking it, but it is not true. Here is the truth. Here are the facts. Here is the evidence that proves what I just thought is not true. And then release the negative. Say bye-bye. Bye. Adios. Hasta. hasta. We won't hasta. We're not going to see you tomorrow. You're gone. Bye-bye. Okay. You want to do those three things to let it go. Gain an understanding of your thoughts and thought patterns. Monitor for evidence to validate your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And third, reframe and release. Reframe that thought from negative to positive and release the negativity. I want to share with you that this is what a therapist can help you to do. You can also work with a stress management consultant to help you, um, help you work through these things, help you to recognize those automatic thoughts, especially the negative ones, and to work through and develop a plan to help you to do as I suggested. Monitor release, reframe, and then release. So we've just talked about why stress-free women release thinking, thinking to be amazing. Number one, they understand their thoughts. Number two, they monitor their automatic thoughts. And number three, they make a habit of letting go of the negativity. I want to invite you to take the quiz. Are you blessed, stressed, or burned out? You'll find the quiz at this link that's scrolling above my head. Yep, it's scrolling above my head. Take the quiz. 
When you take the quiz, not only will you find out the level of stress that you're experiencing and the intensity, you will also have access to free resources to help you to begin to develop a strategic, sustainable plan to lower your stress levels. That's why I'm here. Not only that, I want to share with you that on Friday, I had an opportunity to lead a guided meditation on my Real Social Workers online magazine Facebook page. And I've asked um, those who see it to tell me whether they want more of that. The uh, guided meditation um, lasted for about 15 minutes. The session in itself lasted for about 15 minutes. And it was a nice little midday interlude. Uh, I've gotten really great comments and good feedback, but I want to invite you to take a look at the Real Social Workers online magazine page and take a look at that live guided meditation. If you liked it and you want me to do more, make sure you follow me on that page and put in the comment section, yes, we want more because I'd love to do some more. That was that was fun. It was a fun time. Well, that's all for now. Remember to take the quiz. Also, join me here every Sunday, except next week, because next week is Super Bowl, and I'm going to be watching. Yeah, I'm watching the Super Bowl next week. And I hope you will too, especially if you like football. If not for the football, watch it for the commercials. But other than next week, I will be here the following Sunday at 7 p.m. You can catch me on Facebook and YouTube, and you can also catch the replays on both of those. Well, that's all for now. I'm Marceline Bailey. As always, take good care. Mm -hmm.